When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody out there. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Donna and Steve still enjoying their holiday vacation. So you've got me, Miss Shannon, our good friend Don McLean, and producer Grant's in there driving the bus today. <laughs> Don? Yes. I'm very happy to talk to you this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to say there's a good reason why I adore you. Um, you and I, we basically share a brain. And what it feel like, like, like the more we hang out, the more we go, this is why the universe put us together. Yes. As friends. Because people don't, like, I, I'm not saying that our job isn't cool. It's very cool. But it's also super weird because your job is to get a lot of things done that are basically filling your brain with random pop culture things. Yes. So, And that takes a surprising large amount of time. <laughs> it does. In the midst of just trying to live life. <laughs> yeah. And try to focus. And so when your your job is already collecting all of these little like giant pieces of things floating around in the world snow globe, mm-hmm. it's easy to get distracted. It and is. I got, it was, it was one of those days yesterday when I got home and I had a bunch of little things to do. On top of some geek things to do, which I think brings me to what happened to you last night. <laughs> yes, so yes. what did you have going on? So I came home yesterday from work mm-hmm. and MC, he's very sweet. Like he comes out into the garage to my car. He gets my bag for me. Uh-huh. He brings it upstairs. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He's just the sweetest guy ever. I love all of that for mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. then he cool. he's like, I got. I'm really excited to show you something. And I'm like, I'm starving. That's <laughs> the first thing I said. <laughs> he goes, okay, yeah, okay, you can wait. You know, so then, you know, I eat something and then he's like, all right. And he opens up one of the TV cabinets. He's like, yes. look at what I got myself as a New Year's present. And? He got a new Xbox. Oh. He happened to have found one. A friend of his said, oh, I just saw four at this Target. And so he got ran it. over and got one. He didn't expect to be doing this, but, you know, right now it's hard to find them. So exactly. he's like, I just went ahead and bought it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. And then he also bought um Assassin's Creed Valhalla oh, wow. which is the newest I love Assassin's Creed I games. do too. I have the world map from Assassin's Creed Black Flag oh, framed on my wall. Oh, I yeah. think that's MC's favorite. That's the That's pirate my favorite. One. Yes, that's, that's the, the pirate that's my one where favorite you're one constantly too. taking over pirate ships. Correct. <laughs> Okay. Correct. No. So, again, why Don McLean and I <laughs> yes. are besties. Go so, ahead. <laughs> so, there are parts of it that I, I think are kind of dorky and dumb, and some of them <laughs> I don't like as much as others, but um, I really was looking forward to this one because I love anything that is Vikings. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, this one is about Viking culture, and it is gory. It is so fun, oh, and no. I, I love to... I want... 
I want to watch the story of it because, mm-hmm. you know, he is a super gamer. And yep. so he's going to play it through first. I, I might actually play this one after he's done. But um, I want to watch. It's like I have just as much fun watching him play games as I do playing games. Right. I understand that. Like when I was pregnant with my uh, my son, mm-hmm. uh, that was when one of the Skyrim, the initial one oh, before Skyrim God. came out. Uh, so before that one came out and my brain just the name went out of my head. Uh, so oblivion, oblivion. So I was basically my husband's oblivion secretary because oh, I sat next to him on the couch <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, you're stuck in this corner because I like figuring out the puzzles. Me too. And I also like. The watching the storylines as well. This These is how big of a nerd story writing. A lot of them are better than some TV shows I'm, out there. I'm telling you, I agree with you. And also, there's a lot of these games that are very story based and story driven, and the cutscenes are amazing. And you're basically just playing the game to get to the next cutscene. It's true. But I don't have time in my life to play all of these games. Nor am I good at some of the games that have stories that I want to know. Yeah. For instance, Witcher Three. I tried, was bad at it. Okay, I was really. <laughs> that I game, just that game's really me, hard. <laughs> he got me Witcher Three for my birthday last, or when was it? Um, yeah, yeah, or Valentine's Day something. And I tried to sit down and play it after I was done with Breath of the Wild, yeah. and I was like, I can't do this right the game now. Is difficult. I just can't do it right now. <laughs> Here's what you do. Because there's always a geek that's a, a, a more involved geek than we are. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of gamers out there that they play them and then they put together just the cutscenes in the movies. Yes. And so there's been times like I wanted to play Borderlands. I'm tor- terrible at first person shooters. I just ended up shooting the wall. So I, <laughs> I first made my sister play it and I watched her for a while. Yeah. And then I just went on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. You just go on YouTube and you search for whatever game it is. And then you just watch somebody that put the movie together. Do you know who plays Borderlands? Who? You're going to die. Who? Amy Daniels. Really? Plays Borderlands Whoa. 3 with that her son is a every great, night. That yeah. is a great wow. game. And then she got, we called her and because uh, I was so <laughs> floored. I didn't even well know she, that she gamed at all. And she's like, yeah, I really like it. It's a first person shooter. Right. And what I like is that there's so many vaults and you get so much loot. And I really like to get all the treasure. Yeah, and she's I'm like, legit. I love it. It's so <laughs> awesome. And she went in deep geek mode for a whole break. I'll have to find it and, and give it to you guys so you can yeah. hear it. There are lots of games that I want to play that I know I just don't have the investment in. Like I was like I was Googling, like my favorite game of all time is a game that's not out right now. And I played the version, it's this game called Fable, it's an Xbox game. Yes. And I played it until Fable 2 came out. And then I played Fable 2 until Fable 3 came out. <laughs> and then yeah. I played that. And I just I, that's what I got lost in. And so yesterday, when I'm supposed to be doing like getting ready for today's show and all these things. <laughs> and you know, we had a bunch of stuff we had to do, plus the homework assignment of finishing Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four which oh. we will get to discussion discuss, uh, discussing that later in the show. Yes. I got distracted because I'm like, "Oh, goodness, I'm like I'm in a Marvel contest of Champions Alliance. I got an alliance, you know, war I got to do." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. We got an event going on, so I got to do that." Right. And my kid's hungry, I got to feed him. You know, there's <laughs> too much to do. I got I'm trying to prep for these shows and MC just started this game and I'm like, "No, oh." And he's like, "I'm sorry. Do you want me to wait?" And I'm like, "No, it's okay." So I'm very feeling sorry for myself like trying to prep for the show but also watching constantly. Right. And then I'm like, we got to start watching that stupid Wonder Woman <laughs> so we can get that over Which is with. so funny because Wonder like Woman, chore. right, that's what I felt like too. And so like to the point that I'm like, oh, and not it was a chore for, that's part of the problem. I think that <laughs> once we get to doing our deep dive into Wonder Woman later in the show, yeah. I really feel like that's going to be the recurring story for the three of us is that 
it was fine, but it was just fine. And so that made it work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the fact that watching a movie yeah became work yeah <laughs> that's unfortunate for this film it really is. yeah you know if i if it didn't feel like i had to watch it maybe i would have liked it better right. so i've been trying to like run it through that filter sure but i did get my 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 alliance quest stuff done so did nobody okay, in my good. alliance can yell at me because otherwise good. my phone would be blowing up like and they're very nice but they're kind of like passive aggressive i'm in an alliance where some like a bunch of my friends are like no, you're busy. Um, uh, but could you maybe like take out this node? Like that's kind of like because because they don't want to like it, they know me like in person because some of the people in my alliance oh, actually yeah. are real life friends. So I'm sure they're sitting there going, and they're Minnesotan, so they're extra like passive um, <laughs> aggressive. Exactly. I know they're sitting there staring at their phone because it's a right. mobile game. Going, it's a mobile game. Okay, it's a mobile game. It's yeah. a mobile game. So I know they're sitting there staring at that phone. Like, why hasn't she logged in? And taken out this node and because i was busy and didn't have time to stare at my phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> which those is, can really uh, those can really um suck your time away exactly those mobile games i well, played one and not even i mean it's very once you're in a group it's very uh collaborative this particular game there's certain things that you that people are if you're "Quote unquote competitive, <laughs> right? Have you, there are people that are counting on you. It's like, true. Yeah. I mean, that's what the that's what any type of multiplayer game exactly. is like. It's a group, and in order to just to dumb it down for people who don't play exactly. multiplayer games, mm-hmm. in order to complete tasks, yes, they've designed the game so that in order to complete the task, you need an element of each type of person or fighter or right. whatever you are, healer, wizard, yes. in order to complete the task. It's a group effort. Right. So or they put a time a constraint member. on it. So they, <laughs> like ours, there's a time constraint on it. So every person only has a certain amount of energy. So there's not only that, where it's like somebody's waiting for you to move so that they can like piggyback off of your movements. Right. And... Sometimes this game is kind of like, you know, we'll say chess slash checkers. You need to take out a certain like thing so that other people can move efficiently. It's almost like playing chess with a bunch of different people. Correct. So if you don't move your pl- your your piece in the right way, mm-hmm. it messes up somebody else. Oh yeah. yeah. And so that's the I'm like, oh no, I got to do that. Responsibility. <laughs> right. <laughs> For a game that lives on my phone. <laughs> like, that's it's fine. We gotta just you know you gotta have fun in yeah. life. But when fun becomes stressful, that's when you're like, oh no. Exactly. So hopefully you and I we will not let. Not only did we not let any of our gamer friends down we will not let down our my talkers out there we have plenty of things to talk about today yes so we do don't besides worry. gaming don't Ex- go away right exactly when we get back in <laughs> fact we're going to come back with some things that make you go huh <laughs> you're listening to the don and steve show i'm michelle and that's don mcclain producer grants with us and we'll be right back here on my talk 1071 Good morning, everyone. It's My Talk 1071, the Donna and Steve show. I am Ms. Shannon here with Don McLean and producer Grant and keeping a few of the things that Donna and Steve normally uh, keep you entertained with, including this uh, some things that make you go. Huh. Oh, right. yeah. Huh. <laughs> Sorry. Was just uh, trying to work out a technical issue here. Oh, well, really we can quick. just. You nope, want me just that, to sing along no, to Ed no, Sharon for a while? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Okay. Not at all. Like, uh, I think it's good that we had a technical difficulty oh, before that because what we do is talk about weird things. Weird so things. That's a yes. weird thing as well. Weird things. Okay. Um, so I had some weird facts yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and some of these just are mind blowing, and I absolutely love them. Did you know that ladybugs can bleed through their knees? No, I was hoping that was a typo. No. And it was bend. No. Like they not- had weird bendy knees. No. What happened to the ladybugs? The Dawn? ladybugs do this as a defense mechanism um so when they're threatened they release this foul smelling chemical from their knees okay. that has the ability to repulse predators the substance ah. it ha- is a mix of alkaloids and also uh blood it oozes from their abdomens also according to the san diego so Zoo. they're like i'm gross i'm gross Put me stay down. away from me <laughs> okay, exactly that makes stinky sense. blood that comes from their knees and abdomen interesting so leave them alone i mean I've never, I guess they don't care if people pick them up because they land on people all the time. And then so. we blow them away gently and make a wish, right? <laughs> yes. Isn't that what you do? I still do that because I'm weird superstitious. So <laughs> You're like, goodbye. Exactly. All of those little things you're supposed to do that are supposed to bring you luck, I do all of them because why not? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Um. So I've always wanted to sit in, this is the weirdest thing to say, but uh. this is this next one is about bamboo. Mm-hmm. It grows so fast that it's measured in miles per hour oh i've always wanted to sit in front of some bamboo and maybe just have a real zen day and see if i can actually see it growing it's capable of shooting up 35 inches each day at a rate of 0.00002 miles per hour this is according to the Guinness Book of World Records fancy i wonder how um if you know if that's a particular variety of bamboo because your little mini bamboo gardens <laughs> in your home. house i don't think would work like you can't just <laughs> sit there and go hey this yes. is my plant george i put him in the window today and i'm just gonna watch him and see what he does <laughs> so, speaking of plants just as a quick diversion here mm. i uh we got during the pandemic um one of the one trips i made outside of going to costco and target was yes. going to home depot and they had some cacti there yes those little ones which I didn't know those were flake, fake flowers that they just glued on top. Only Did some you know of that? them. Okay. Some of them. Okay. I mean, there are cacti that do flower. Yes, they are. So but they the were ones, just, the yeah. ones there, they're trying to make more appealing. Exactly. So I bought three of them. <laughs> and then and you came home and you're like, oh no. They just <laughs> Yeah, I pulled those fake flowers off. I was like, this poor thing doesn't need this stupid hat on it. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep them alive and yes. I which is hard for me to keep any plants alive. So but they're I just, cacti. Yep. Uh, would you think it's easy? Put I them just, in the window and occasionally that. water them. Yeah, I spray them with a spray bottle. Yeah. Okay. So but now I'm replanting them and I went to okay. a certain store mm-hmm. that in involves plants mm-hmm. okay this weekend to get a new pot yes so i can just re put them all in one little cozy container instead of those little plastic ones yes i had a gift card that i got hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As a gift from, obviously it's a gift card, yeah. uh, for, for working on Mother's Day, right. somebody gave me. That had zero dollars on it. Oh, no. So it was supposed to be a $25 gift card. So they made up, a mistake and somebody didn't actually so, ring it up. I guess so. I mean, so. didn't load it correctly. I guess so. So I was like, all right. So I just paid. I got my big, huge bag of cactus soil, oh, which I gosh. only need a third of. Anyway, <laughs> I had plant issues this weekend. Oh, no. That's a lot of work. See, I, I just grew up around cacti, so I don't want those in my house. I do have succulents. Oh, because you're an Arizona girl. I'm an Arizona girl. So I'm like, I had enough of cacti. So mm-hmm. kind of thing like that being like me going, I need a mini palm tree. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm fine. So I get other things. But then I had to be careful because I bought more house plants because I I usually do pretty well with them. And so mm-hmm. I had um I had some they were doing fine. And then we just had a rough patch last year yeah and i usually have a rough patch with plants and then they don't come back from it yeah because this this was a combination of the cat was crabby and my kid was crabby and the plant ended up being the (laughs) the 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 source of like when they're like well i'm mad at mom and i can't do anything to her but this plant it's going down exactly yeah exactly (laughs) you just you saw my life that's what it was so the cat knocked it over and decided to like you know had never touched it before and then i managed to put it back together and i'm like okay you'll be all right that trauma was mediocre at Uh best and then my kid's like here we go let's double down on it and just like (laughs) extra so just extra dumped it out so i think that it just was too traumatized like its roots because then it just slowly petered out and i was like oh i'm sorry plant you had a good run because it did so i got new plants and then i forgot that i had to go back and make sure i got the right plant because some of them are like super poisonous even though my cat doesn't normally eat them it would be the oh the this all of a sudden the plant looks delicious if it was poisonous to the cat so i had to back up and go don't get the diefenbachia get the thing all right wow you're a plant lady too i'm so bad at plants (laughs) i'm not my mom's really good at it but it's just not my thing i plants so yeah i mean i'm not a full-on like i want to be i aspire to be a gardenery lady but Mm -hmm. i'm not like i'm not gonna go outside like i'll do yard work i find that very soothing Mm -hmm. to go out there and mow my lawn and 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 i love mowing yeah i love mowing and pruning the hedges and i got all the appropriate hedge pruning type things but as far as planting a garden and doing all that i have that aspiration all the time and just don't I'll get better plants. Like I'm like I'll, I'm the move the hostas gardener. That's it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> exactly. That's a big ordeal. Don't put the hostas over yeah. there. Okay. I'm like okay. That hosta. How did that hosta end up over in this corner? I'm a. <laughs> I need to I need to you know, move that hosta. That hosta should be over here. So that was my project over the summer. That's fun. It feels good. <laughs> yes, I like it. I like it. All right. So we got time see. for a couple other ones. Yeah. Let's see. Right. Um, I'll, I'll pick this one. Alice in Wonderland syndrome is What's, a condition. Okay. I 
I want this, to have that, I think. What is it? It sounds... I don't, I don't think you do. Oh, okay, never mind. Let this me back up. This is very disorienting to people. It makes them feel larger or smaller than they actually are. Oh, like you ate the cake? Wasn't it the cake? Yes. Okay. So in mm-hmm. the story of Alice in Wonderland, uh, the character shrinks and grows in size after she eats a cake and drinks a little thing. Yes. Uh, a, a potion. Um, so this syndrome, it's not... They feel like they're either larger or smaller, like giant size. That does sound very disorienting. You're right. And that also, in addition to this, it seems like things around them are moving uh, further away or closer. Oh, like the 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 don't come around here no more video, the Tom Petty video. Yes, <laughs> like that would yes. be very disorienting. It sounds like mm-hmm. like a drug nightmare. Except yeah. these people live their lives like this. It's a rare condition. Oh, but it sounded at, so whimsical at first. I know. And it's terrible. It's Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Oh no. All righty here. Let's see what other one did I have on here that you want to know? Kangaroos. About. I want to hear about kangaroos. What's the okay. kangaroo one? Okay, kangaroo words are actually <laughs> words that have their own synonym in them. So it's not like kang- the word kangaroo itself doesn't, mm-hmm. but it's just um, a symbol for, you know, how kangaroos have their little joeys in their pouch. Yes. It's kind of like a word that has a pouch word in it. Okay. Like a blossom has the word bloom in them. That's a ah, kangaroo word. Okay. That's a good example of Interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, it's one of those little fun facts out there that. It's fun. <laughs> Super fun. And it's a fact. It's, and I like <laughs> Thanks, those. I think go. all those make sense. <laughs> all right. All right. We get back some other facts, this time about some uh, entertainers out there. You're listening to My Talk 1071. I'm, I'm all discombobulated. It's okay that we had tech issues. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, like, so some... I talked, and then I didn't talk. And should we go in the break or not go in the break? Go in the break right now. Go in the break. Please. All right. Let me rewind. Okay. Here we go. Everybody, you're listening to Don and Steve show here on My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. It's the Don and Steve show here on My Talk 1071. One and streaming on mytalk1071.com. I'm Shannon, hanging out on behalf of Donna and Steve, along with Don McLean and producer Grant here. All right, so um, I love wondering where celebrities live. Yes. I like seeing the inside of their homes. Me it's very, too. it's my favorite celebrity voyeuristic thing. Me too. You know, I, there's lots of things about them that I don't care about, but I do like seeing where they live yes (laughs) Yes. that's my favorite everybody else can see uh, who we're talking about and where they live you can Mm -hmm. go to my twitter dawn at dark and find that i linked it there and we'll put it on our show page as well if you're not on twitter because this Um, is a good one it is game of thrones star amelia clark now this isn't a very big place but it is glorious it is now it's only when i say only it's (laughs) almost it's less than three thousand square feet Mm -hmm. so this is a slim plot it is just a point one two acres in venice california now it goes for it's going for 4.4 million wow (laughs) that's what people it's the one that you see on tv though when you go how do you make when you see one of those like small spaces designer shows and you go all of those things look amazing right one of my favorite features of it is that it has Big glass retractable walls yes and then she has like a mini uh, it look it's like it's one of those long like a pool, but it really looks like a fountain, like a, a, a fountain, like, yes. but it's a pool. It's yeah. a long pool. And yeah. so, so the retractable walls, her, her, this slim living space, it's like a living room, but then you can open up the wall and it's out. Basically the outside becomes the inside. It's right. all connected. And then there's a pool right there. 
She also has a beautiful stacked on top of that, like a glass, what looks like a glass lookout yes. place and walkway up on top. That looks wonderful. And it also, we were talking about plants earlier mm-hmm. in the show. There's a wall that she has that has all these built-ins, these cabinets. I know. That just she- have like strategically placed succulents and, and well-done plants. I'm like, well, that I would like a wall of just But we would load it up plants. with books and games, too. Probably. <laughs> Mine would be all like, and plus my kid's DVDs that he's still collecting. Like, all yes. Right. Yes. So also uh, a lot of space for for storage there. It's just I love a really cool, good bookcase on my Pinterest page. I just have um, there's several different like places I want to go and things like that. But then there's also a section just for cool bookcases. (laughs) So I love that. Um, And then we have a really pretty kitchen bar area that has like four four wooden stools and beautiful countertops that we can't afford right and then everything what i love about the kitchen wall is that all everything's enclosed in cabinets so it just looks like cabinets you don't have a refrigerator right it's It's just doors that are closed it's all doors and it's very neat and like swedish ikea i was gonna say ikea yeah so it does like because it she has those ikea like Kind of uncomfortable looking bar stools mm-hmm. where they're like, they look like you should fit in them perfectly because they're kind of shaped <laughs> they're like your bum. Shaped, yeah. Right. But then when you sit on them in practicality, you're like, I don't think that's the shape of yeah, my butt. My butt isn't. is not this shape. No. This, <laughs> this, my... this, this, in, this intended for a different shaped butt than mine. <laughs> <It's> very small. <laughs> exactly. Yes. not. Uh, I, I wouldn't fit on that either. It's a curvy me. stool, but not a curvy butt stool. Right. <laughs> right. Not at all. Mm-mm. We'd have some spillage. But, Correct. Uh, that's fine. Correct. That's fine. Um, some of the uh, so those counters are actually soapstone counters. Okay. There's also a floating staircase in this <laughs> home, a 15 foot wall of built in bookcases, like I said, and an 80 year old olive tree shading the patio. Interesting. And then when you see like the front walk, it's like that 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 secluded where you're like, what's behind there? Because it's the fence. Very unassuming. The, yeah, the fence is just all like just it's it's just all just like foliage that's over the top of it and mm-hmm. some trees. So you can't even see this house. You can't from the street. No, you can't. And what is the view from the back? I don't know. <laughs> right. But that's okay because mm-hmm. it's her little world and her oasis. But she's giving it up. She yeah. uh she is selling this home. So if you have four point four million it looks like she's been busy back in the UK a lot. Like she's been doing all her stuff there. I didn't realize it had been almost two years since Game of Thrones stopped filming. That's because that this was... last year was bizarre. Yeah. And this last year, <laughs> this true. last year felt like five. It's true. I, <laughs> I look back exactly and I'm like, that was in way. March. Mm-hmm. That was only in March. It feels like an eternity. Mm-hmm. We just had this odd time warp thing without the cool access of a TARDIS or a Wayback Machine or anything. It was just a weird year, the back after this. Because it does feel like we're still talking, like it was just yesterday that we were talking about the controversial final episode. And right. whether people had the appropriate closure after all of that time oh, invested right. in Game of Thong, uh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> Game of uh, Thongs, Thongs. would be a good show. that would be a good show. <laughs> If that was on TLC, I would watch that. Game of Thongs. Right along with Temptation Island. Right. That's basically what Temptation Island is. And then then I think it'd be great because then we could have the reunion show and then we would have just like on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, we could have the companion show. So one would be one gender and then the companion show would be the return gender. Yes. Like talking about the thongs. I'm I'm here for that. Okay. And then of course Cisco has to be involved somehow. Donk, 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 donk. Well, he needs to be the, the, he can be the host. He totally can. And then, like, the, the, the guest judge you know, would come in and be like RuPaul or somebody like that. And I would oh, live.
live for that show. I would live for Yes. <laughs> I mean, look, we just created a show right here. We need more executive producers out there that can find money for all of the wonderful ideas we come up with. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, something else that seemed like a really long time ago is Adam Levine being on The Voice. Yes. Okay. So um, he was doing a Q&A. And uh, one of the people asking questions, it was just like just a f- Instagram follower. Yeah. Asked the singer, come back to the voice. And he just goes, no, thanks with a question mark. Hmm. So based on that, they're saying he's definitely not, not returning to back. the show. Yeah. Um, so people are saying that the rumors that he wanted to come back to the show are totally false. The fans miss him and his bromance with Blake. This is what a source says. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Gwen loves working on The Voice and is hoping to do another season, but bringing Adam back could change that. I, Meaning that she doesn't want to be next to the bromance anymore? I or what? Don't, like, they just feel like, I, I know he just doesn't want to. He's moved on. You know, he's he has... Um, uh, little kids and he right just... and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna weigh in too heavily on this because i do not have that love for adam levine and yeah. i don't like to i know i don't like to poo poo other people's fandoms because right. you know but he's just not me he's not my taste i yeah. don't like him anyway so right he's yeah and and you know it's okay for people to decide to want to do something else agreed you yeah, know he had a long run Right. On that show. Especially in entertainment, creative people. They want to work on music. They want to move on. Now, we would love to have a gig that's like for sure, for sure thing because we don't have careers like this. But exactly. whenever you have uh, um, opportunities in front of you and you just want to creatively move on from that, it's okay. There doesn't have to be any weird controversy. Right. I think there's a difference too when this was, I mean, real talk, the voice was his side gig. Yes. It was something we liked to watch him on because it was a primary thing that we liked to watch, but that's not his gig. It wasn't like Adam Levine was in in the sunset of his career mm-hmm. and then needed to tell, well, here's how you're staying uh, relevant. That was not the case. Maroon 5 is doing great. They're so great. Yeah, exactly. he's good. And so I could see why he's like, I, I got things to do and maybe Maybe I need to work on this. Like, if maybe if he wasn't so focused on that, he would have been better prepared when we put him on the Super Bowl show. And he, like, oh, he would have looked so yes, disheveled that and was odd. That was, that was a mess. That was a mess. Right. So um, maybe, like, go work on your music. I'm cool with that. Absolutely. Uh, and, God, can you... Oh, that's just a hmm. monster in and of itself. The Super Bowl and trying to... I would... To perform there, just with the sound issues and not being able to hear yourself. And it's just... It's a lot of work, but I feel like, you know, maybe this is my whole thing with the Super Bowl, too, is that you know what you're getting into. And I feel like the production quality should be more it's 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 a big show, but Mm -hmm. it's not out of the norm of large stadium shows. It's true. So the they, fact, they should be used to... Yeah. Exactly. So the fact that it's always so... It, it feels like... that. Not even everybody, but some people are just like, I just don't know how to deal. The Usually the level of performers that they have for it should be accustomed to that. Yeah, they might be having a larger audience because of all of the TV viewership. Yeah. But they've done shows that had full stadiums, and they've been in front of cameras before, so I guess I never really understand where the disconnect turns. I think like, it but is. then for the Super Bowl, we fell apart. This is what I think the difference is. When you're just doing a normal stadium show, it's mm-hmm. just you, and it's like, I'm going to do this full song. Fair enough. There's so much pressure to create this crazy i mean remember j-lo and shakira yeah like they would go behind a they would like 
pop down into the floor and come right. up in a different outfit. Yes. Like, and all the moving parts and the pressure to make it move and change so quickly. The right. transitions are so, and there's so many dancers doing backflips in front of you. And like, it's <laughs> and extra so, volunteers. It's so extra. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's, that's what's so amazing to watch because the performers are just one little small piece. Right. Everything that's going on around them. I got a chance to go to to the Super Bowl. Yes. Um and in Atlanta when mm-hmm. I worked for Gatorade and they um that just watching them put that stage together right. was mind blowing okay. how quickly it happens. Okay. It's like I cannot believe they just constructed a stage yeah. in three minutes. One it's, of the, one of the guys actually works across the hall over there. He's mm-hmm. one of our radio hosts. He mm-hmm. was part of the Super Bowl halftime show and it was here and yeah. he was a part of the whole construction and he told me he was for weeks like they would be in their spots they knew where they had to be they had all executed like they're it, it's a it's a well-oiled machine to get those stages in and out like you guys said it's, right. it's pretty it is cool unbelievable I mean it is like you just and it's just so exciting yes to see it all put together and just actually happen because it takes thousands of people really oh, to I just can imagine I construct mean, construct and then there's a whole there's like 300 people on the stage moving right. in unison to make formations as you know as a band and then they have the whole it's just amazing it right. really is that part i always think i'm very impressed i feel uh, with the volunteers of it because I, I i doesn't it seems to me that i read stories quite often where they're looking for part-timers to come and be part of that throng of people mm-hmm. yeah. um so that part i'm always impressed with them that they got it together and i can understand why they would want to be a part of it so that brings me back to why can't the megastars who are accustomed to performing in these kind of things mm-hmm just keep it together. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, you need to keep it together for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Please do not have any liquor before we need right. you sober for these 20 minutes. If please. Betty, who normally works at the bakery, can keep it together, and this is her shot. <laughs> true. Adam, come on now. Keep your shirt on. That's all we said. For 20 minutes, can you keep your shirt on and sing your songs that you already sung? Yeah. Cool. Oh, we can't do that? All right. Let's go to commercials. <laughs> Oh God! Speaking yeah. of, we need to go to commercials yes, we as well. Do. We need to go to commercials. When we come back, we have some great saints. We were talking about this yesterday. Some tips from the three of us on ways for adults to make friends. We're going to cover that here on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1 when we come back. Producer Grant over there. I'm Miss Shannon. Don McLean is here as well as we fill in for Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Um, do uh, okay for the the, the three uh, the three of us mm-hmm. uh, when we're talking about friends. I thought we'd start with the definition because <laughs> I like yeah. definitions. So is that okay? Oh yeah. So I think um, one of those things when we were talking about this yesterday about uh, maybe what our tips were to help people make friends as adults. I thought that we'd go with this, and I found this one. When we we're talking about there's generally three types of friends is what I saw when I was reading up on this. And so here's what most of the things, if you go out there and you search the interwebs about friendship as adults, there are three types of friends that they say are there's high buy friends or acquaintances. So the people that you kind of see at work or school. And so you kind of end up friends with them in context. 
Yeah, so that's kind of one of them. There's also regular friends, so people who are social activity buddies you meet up with every now and again to catch up with. And generally, you can talk to them about regular topics that you would have come up in your life. And then there's those true soul friends, which we'd also consider like best friends. And those are the people that you think you can talk to about anything. You can bear your soul, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe you don't see them or talk to them every day, but the friendship is so strong that that's still okay. You know that when you get together, it's going to be like you just talked, even though it might have been a little while. Yes, yes. So I think what we were getting to yesterday uh, in ways to make new friends, I think what most people are looking for is what that in-between one, that regular friends. And yeah, I think that that's where that, you know, that that common bond social network that you can go. Well, this is fun. I don't have to go to this one like that, that occasional plus one type friend. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, and I think it is hard to make those kind of friends when you're in an in-between age. Like, because the other ones are things that you meet, like those first ones that you meet at school or work, and you really are only friends with them because you're kind of all in the same locale. Yeah, you really, have, yeah, you didn't choose them. No, <laughs> they're like family. You just pick, you, know, you yeah, were but, here, they're here, so you end up with friends. And they become, for me at least, my work friends become pretty close friends to me because I spend so much time at work, you know? Mm-hmm. like Sometimes, but some know? people have a difficult time with that. Like, we have a an inherently social job. Like, when we aren't, like right now, for safety reasons, we're all spread out. But mm-hmm. normally, in a regular radio station scenario, we're on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So it helps if you get along. Because right. normally, Don and I would be looking at each other, and we'd have to occupy one another, at least, you know, through our eyes, <laughs> the <laughs> whole commercial break. I'm you know? not even going to be able to look at people in the face after this. I'm not going to know, like, I can't look at your How face. Do you do I haven't that? seen you. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> um, so I think finding regular friends where... If you were going, well, I I want to go to this baseball game, but I don't want to go by myself. Mm-hmm. I think some people have a really hard time with those kind of things. What do you guys think? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, there's certain things that I want to do, but I'm like, uh, I mean, rarely do I limit myself, right? You know, to doing things like I talked about this the other day. There's a little amusement park that it's for kids, but I just have wanted to check it out near Como. Yes, uh, park. I don't know what it's called. But, oh, no, it's very cool. Yeah. And I wanted to go in there mm-hmm. this uh, or last summer. I, I wasn't paired up with or a couple summers ago. And I just was like, I want to go in there, but I don't want to be a weird single person <laughs> in an amusement park for kids. You know what I mean? It's so like just stuff felt like creepy. that. Like, okay. who wants to go there with me? You know, just things Next time you can like borrow that. my son. Yes. That, that I would love to. Be, yeah. That was going to be my suggestion. Find someone who's got a kid, bring yeah. them there, but and then you can get in Just there. in the moment on a right. Saturday when you're just there by yourself and you're like, like, okay, I can't go in there. You no. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that I think I did, and, and, and Grant, you brought this up yesterday as a, as a veteran Minnesotan, um, that we do hear that all the time for all of us transplants, that it's very difficult to make friends here. And part of the reason why I always felt that is because a lot of Minnesotans, they grow up here, they move like 12 miles away from wherever they grew up. They don't even <laughs> move like to another right city. Right, exactly. Oh. They move like, that's why I picked 12 miles. That's like, 12 miles, you know, they still stay within the same social network that they made in school, which mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of other places in the country do. No, they don't. No. And like, so I have a couple of high school friends that I talk to occasionally, but not even like on the phone. Like we ended up social media friends. Right. And so I'm like, okay. And we check in. How's your kids? How's this? But we don't talk. Mm-hmm. But that Minnesota friends, 
they're the same people, like, and not even just high school, like middle school. Great. Right? I, I'm still friends with kids from kindergarten. Exactly. And I, I went out to college in, in California, in San Diego, and I remember meeting people. And, and I'm like, hey, so do you still talk to your... And everybody was just blown away with the fact that Correct. I kept in such touch with my high school friends. They're like, absolutely not. Yeah, they're like, no, nah, man, I'm in college. We got you. We got, we got, we're good, man. And I'm like, well, they were part of my life forever. <laughs> and I don't want to just let them right. go. Like, I've lived here long enough that my accent from being in the Southwest, which is not a very deep accent anyway. Way, is pretty much gone so people are like where'd you go to high school I'm like not here and they look visibly disappointed <laughs> because that's a lot of your biography here in Minnesota Very is true. we went to high school here and there's a rivalry that still matters because we're you know and I'm like not in Arizona nobody cares so maybe we're just better at making new friend groups because we're accustomed to it as well and so when you're here that compounded upon the fact that Minnesotans already have these incredibly stable ties. Um, like it's it's incredibly stable friendships that have been built up since they were kids. It does seem hard, I think, to figure out what it is. So, Don, you had a good one. You were talking about those meetup groups. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what this is, um, it is just go to meetup.com. Mm-hmm. You can find a group for anything you're right. interested in. I mean, there it's not just geeky stuff because all of mine are like come play D&D with us on a Saturday. I'm like, okay. I mean, I've done it before. I did mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, finding new friends. There's one I see on here right now. It's Secret Santa Gift Opening via Zoom. Yes. So literally, if you, let's say you literally don't have any family or anybody that's sending you presents, you could have joined this group and there's a Secret Santa exchange. And right. then on Zoom, you're opening presents. That's just a fun, cool mm-hmm. thing. Right. There's groups for people who are trying to get over certain things like divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, people that sew or will teach you how. Um, Toastmasters International. Yes. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so yeah, if cute. If you just want to get better, it's public speaking and a, no, a low-pressure environment with other people that are in the same realm. And I think that leads to one of the tips that I looked up and one of the ones that I wanted to give, which, which was being open to being yourself. Mm, yeah. And I think a lot of time people times that people are concerned about making new friends is that they're like, well, they're not going to like me. And so you put all this pressure on yourself to be something different than who you are. Right. And so that makes it no fun for you. Mm-hmm. Instead of starting with something like you just said, Don, like, what is it that you're into? Instead of pre apologizing for the fact that you like something, mm-hmm. look for other like minded people first. Absolutely. And dive in. And then right. be open to it that way versus I have to show up. I mean, I look at it the same thing as first date mentality. You show up and you put on all these like if you if you put I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to put your best foot forward. But, but if you put on a, yourself, exactly right, if you put bad. on a different you yeah. so you can make friends. Well, that's not going to work out for you in the long run anyway. So you have to love yourself enough that other people you know, if you don't like yourself at first, very RuPaul of me to say, if you don't love yourself, who else is going to love you? So you have to be careful with yourself first and then find other things that you are into. And then those people will gravitate towards you. There's so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, like, like I said, meetup has everything on right. it. So if you think that I mean, there's just tons of different categories, uh, you know, if you're into just tasting wine, and yes. going out with finding your for that films, sci-fi games, beliefs, you mm-hmm. can do a book clubs. I'm in a writing group. You and know? social media is really good for all of yeah. those things, too. Like, you know, whatever it is that you're into, start searching for those hashtags and be more vocal in those communities. Like, don't just lurk. 
like put up something interesting and you know it, or i don't even want to use the word interesting put up something honest or put mm-hmm. up something that's an introduction uh, introduction or just say hello yep and start with it's that good for the soul it is it really is yes you just got to put yourself out there I- I found one thing that I thought was interesting. It mm-hmm. was it was when I, I was reading through a list. It said, "Ask for help." Yes, and and don't be afraid to ask for it. And my girlfriend, we for a long time we were together. She had no friends. She's the opposite. She's from Minnesota, but doesn't hang out with her high school friends. Mm-hmm. And she was in this place where like I was her only friend. Yes, and she went and she was like, "I got to find a hobby." She wanted to work out. Mm-hmm. She joined a CrossFit gym. Had no idea what to do, what it was about, but she was not afraid to ask for help from people. Met a lot of people, and now her core friends. She's got about fifteen or twenty of them, and they're all our core friends and they're great people and right. I'm very proud of her for going out and doing it. She's from here but she had to meet a whole new group of friends and right. she, by simply just asking for help and joining something you might be interested in. And I think we just want to sum up by saying you may feel that you're alone but there are other people who have similar likes and if you yes. put yourself out there, there are some people that will help you if you do it. So you just have to take the first step, right? Yep. That's right. Alright, let's all be friends everybody. We're going to do that. So you are, yeah, you are listening to the Donna and Steve show. Without Donna or Steve, I'm Miss Shannon and that's Don McLean. We're your friends. Grant. Yes, we're your friends. <laughs> definitely. I am definitely happy to be both of your friends. Yes. Yeah. When we get back, we have some uh, music news for everybody out there. You're listening to My Talk 1071.